This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Are you still there? To delete your message, press 7. To save it in the archive, press 9. To hear more options, press 0. What are you talking about? We are back. Welcome to episode 14 of the Battle for LA podcast, part of the Clutch Points Network. I'm your host, Tomer Zarli, the Clutch Points Clippers reporter. I'm also here with Ryan Ward, our Lakers reporter. Hey, And today we got, uh, it's been it's been pretty dry in Laker and Clipper land. The desert. But uh, we're going to come up with a couple of topics we hope you find interesting. Uh, we're just going to get right into it. As we know, it's been a little dry on the Lakers and Clippers front. Um, understatement but we're gonna just gonna look at some all-time teams for example so ryan why don't you give me your all-time favorite starting lakers team starting five let's go starting five all-time favorite starting five this one i think is pretty easy for me magic kobe worthy kareem Shaq. left a lot of talented guys off that list there's a lot to choose from I'm actually pretty spoiled in this part. You're not so much, <laughs> but I'm pretty spoiled. I don't think you can go wrong with that. I mean, I think small forwards you could kind of interchange. You got LeBron now. You got Lamar Odom, um, Elgin Baylor. But I I like Worthy. I'm always like Worthy. I think he him and Magic were great together, and Kareem too. So basically, Showtime, Kobe, Shaq, more or less. Yeah, that's not bad. What about yourself? With all the prestigious players that you've had. Are we playing positionless basketball? Yeah, it doesn't matter. I mean, it's, I mean I've mean, i got Kareem and Shaq, both centers. Okay. So, if I had to pick mine, I would probably go Chris Paul at point guard. Uh, Makes sense. Paul George shooting guard, even though they haven't played yet. Kawhi mm-hmm. Leonard, small forward. Blake, Blake Griffin, Griffin at power center. forward. And you want to guess center? DeAndre Jordan. No. <gasps> Candyman. No. Elton Brand. Oh, at center? Yeah. I thought he was a power forward. You said positionless. I just uh, asked you. <laughs> duh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I just asked you. It's been a long day. I, I think he played some small ball five. Yeah. With the Clippers back then. Um, the Clippers don't have the best history. They don't really? have the most talented players, but they have had a good that's run. A good, that's a good squad, though. That's, yeah, they've had a good run the last, yeah. I think, let's say 15 years. Most mm-hmm. of those guys will last 15, 20 years. So. Now, what about your favorite Clippers squad to watch? Like if you could put it together, or you know, no, just a squad in general, like a year that you really enjoyed watching that team. I mean, I've just always grown up sort of rooting for the underdog. That's why I like the Clippers a bit more. Mm. And so, watching the two thousand five, two thousand six Clippers, which made it, they made it to the, I think the second round. They lost Did to Sam the Cassell? Suns. Yeah, they had it was Elton Brand, Sam Cassell, Corey Maggette, Chris Kamen, Katino Mobley, uh, Vladrad, Vladimir Adamovich was there. Uh, Radmon. Uh, Sean Livingston was on the team as well. Um, 
that team, they 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 beat the I believe it was Denver Nuggets in seven in the first round. Yeah, they oh no no sorry they beat them four one in the first round. Wasn't that was it the Timberwolves that was in the West Finals that year? Wait, two thousand five. No, that that was the year the Suns made it to the West Finals. Okay. Suns, Mavs. I want to say. That's a, is that the year the Lakers missed the playoffs? That's the year the Lakers made it, or is that the year? Are you the sure. Year? Yeah, I think I'm pretty sure the. Oh six, oh seven. I think was. No, oh six was the year the clip. The Lakers blew a three one lead. Remember, Kobe hit the game winner to go up three one at home. Okay. Yeah, I always get those confused. It's kind of a tough time. Yeah, it was Kobe's uh, killing himself. It was Kobe. Night. Yeah, Kobe hit the game winner um, at home in Game Four to go up three one. That was in the yeah oh five oh six season. They went up three one and lost. They lost that year. Um, yeah, and the, the Suns went on to beat uh, the Clippers as well. Suns remember were Tim Thomas, the the Achilles heel for the Lakers at that time. Steve Nash and those guys just always had the Lakers number for whatever reason. But yeah, that was my that was my fun team to watch. I really enjoyed them, you know, fighting their way to the playoffs. I think they were a fun team. I think they won forty seven games that year. So mm-hmm. that 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 team really got me into basketball. So well, I I enjoyed every championship team I got to witness. Um, but there's one team in particular that I loved watching, and I don't know if a lot of Lakers fans can actually say this, but Van Exel, Kobe, Eddie Jones, Ellen Campbell, Shaq. What year was that? Ninety six, ninety seven. This was like right where things were Kobe's starting to turn. Year? I believe they got four guys in the All Star game that year. Four? Yeah. Wow. It's either that year or the next. I think it was this year though. But uh, God, were they fun to watch? Just a bunch of young guys, like all like just coming together at the same time. Nick Van Exel was my favorite Laker at that time. I actually didn't. It wasn't fond of Kobe. <laughs> Back then? Really? Yeah. I just thought he was an egomaniac and didn't care about anybody else but himself. Um, and I thought he tried to be like Jordan a little too much. So he, he rubbed me the wrong way the first couple of years. And I, I just loved Vin Exel. And I, th- I felt like Kobe kind of took his shine a bit. Vin Exel was a killer, man. If he was playing in today's game, he would be unstoppable. Think so? Oh, he just, he had like a no fear kind of mentality. And he always like, I remember when he'd go to the free throw line, he would step a foot back from the free throw line and shoot like that. And he just didn't give a shit. And he was still a great free throw shooter. Uh, he could drain threes, drive to the hole. Great passer. And he was just fun to watch. Him and Eddie Jones as well. Eddie Jones was great. He, he would do well in the, today's game too. It was the 98 All-Star game, by the way, where all four of them made it. Oh, okay. Kobe gotcha. and Shaq started Van Exel and... Came, so that was uh, the next year then. Van Exel and Eddie Jones came off the bench. So yeah, so this was the rookie year then. This was uh first year Shaq. For sure, Kobe. Yeah. Um, yeah, God, they were fun to watch. Fun to watch. Said Zabalas, too, was in the mix. Um, that would be mine. I still remember those days. As you guys know, Steve Ballmer and the Clippers introduced their new Inglewood Arena, or the plans for it anyways, uh, set to open in 2024. And that brings up a question in regards to should the Clippers, you know, should they change their name? Should they rebrand? Um, you know, I I don't know. I don't know. There's 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 a lot of negativity right now with the Clipper name and there's always it's attached to a lot of losing cuz it's lame. There's a lot of losing there. Oh yeah, cuz a Laker is much better in a city with no lakes. Yeah, nobody thinks of that. So what do you think, right? Should should the Clippers rebrand? Why not? 
you're moving into a different stadium. You haven't won shit in this stadium. You've got 16 banners staring you in the eye. Uh, just start off, start fresh. The real question will be whether or not Kawhi and Paul George will still be there by the time that opens. When is it? Is it like 2024, so in five 20- years. Yeah, that's a long time. They're set to begin working on it in 2021. But the thing is, like, it's okay. So if you say you win a title or two in the next five years, do you change it then? Or is it? I think that's, that's, that's what it should should depend on. I think if, if they win within the next five years, maybe keep it. If they there's don't, a chance they'll, they'll, there's a chance fresh. they'll walk into their new arena with two rings. Yeah, that's maybe temper expectations. I mean, yeah. they're the favorites right now, so hey, I'm not there's, saying there's a chance they'll walk in with a, with a championship banner, maybe two. They got a good and chance. And even then, do you do you change it because then they're they're no longer the Clippers of old; they're the the new look Clippers. That's what I mean. I think if you win, even if it's just one, keep it. And I'm I don't think the Clippers are worried. I'm. They're not worried about Kawhi or PG leaving. I know that it's unpredictable, the NBA, but... Um, five years, man. A lot but, can happen in five years. I mean, hey, look, they both have two years left in their deal. You can re-sign them both to their bigger deals after that because they, they'll both have the 10 years super, of experience. Super Max or whatever that, that I think it's the designated for. veteran Max or whatever it is. But Oh, because he hits 10 years, right? They, they'll both hit 10 years. Pa- Paul That's George right. will be 11. Kawhi will be 10. And then they'll sign for, what, four or five years? They'll be home. They'll be in L.A. I mean... I could see it. I could see them resigning. I, I don't know if I want. I don't know if I want to see them rebrand because there's something about taking a team, you know, for so long and bringing them out of the mud, you know, mm-hmm. to finally say, okay, we made it out. And I feel like if you rebrand it, you're sort of. I could see the positive in that you're sort of letting the past go and starting anew. But it's also, like I said, taking the team out of the mud through all the Donald Sterling terrible era and bringing it up, you know, from the ashes almost and well, towards the top. You could also be leaving that in the mud. You can yeah, just be like, exactly. hey, look, yeah. we don't need all that baggage. Just wipe this slate clean. Think about it. If they don't do it at this point, you won't be able to do it. It's a yeah. perfect clean the slate. Yeah, this is a good time to do it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And a lot of teams do that. And a lot of teams I've noticed over the years, they'll change their jerseys. They'll change, you know, they'll renovate their arenas once they've got a star, right? It's like when LeBron was on the rise, all of a sudden New Jersey's and Cleveland's, you know, the place to be. Even in Miami, right? When he went to Miami, didn't they? They rebrand or not rebrand? No, they had a like, bunch of alternate jerseys, though. They had a bunch of alternate jerseys. And they they mixed it up a little bit more, though, right? Yeah, 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 definitely. So I mean, maybe it's just that, but I would say if you if they don't win, yeah, rebrand. The one thing I would say though, the logo's got to go. The logo the logo's got to be changed. It's just not. Doesn't it doesn't pop. scream interesting. It's, yeah, it doesn't pop. So yeah, I but just, the thing is, like, I mean, even Lane yeah, logo. I'd rather have the old Clippers logo while we're at it. I mean, you know what? I can't even remember it now. Remember, it was a sort of cursive Los Angeles Clippers yeah, under, yeah, yeah. with kinda, the ball on the left. Kind of lame. Um, but, uh, yeah, you, you got a chance to rebrand, so take it if you if you want it. Ballmer seems eccentric enough to do something like that. LeBron James. Mr. LeBron James. Seen it when a Brawny's game, right? And, and he was seen in the layup lines and losing his shoe because he was celebrating like uh, – like a child? Yeah, she was left on the court. Now, the, the real question is, was he being super extra? I don't really use that term either. So this is new for it's me. It's a valley term. You're yeah. so extra. Super extra. Or is he father of the year? I mean, I think he's father of the year. Shocker you went that way. I, I just don't think... You can't criticize a guy for celebrating. Uh, he may be... 
going a little bit over the top by celebrating and jumping on the court and doing layup lines, but he's LeBron freaking James. Once I get, I think to myself, like, is he, is he taken away from his kids kind of no, success I don't think so. to be no. like out of his shadow? I don't think so. He's in layup lines with them. Duncan, I mean, he's the star attraction. It's not because LeBron James. I mean, if LeBron wasn't in the layup line, everyone would be looking at him on the sideline standing there. Well, you know, I did think of that too, but then at the same time, I was like, dude, you lost your shoe because you're celebrating too much. I know it's your kid. And if it were my kid, I'd go a little crazy on the sideline too. Yeah, I don't think you'd But I wouldn't be him. on the friggin' floor. Get off the floor. Uh, floor, sure. You, don't I don't th- floor. you can't blame him for celebrating though. That's just, that's but, just a proud father moment. See, you can't, the prob- you can't hate on The that. problem with LeBron doing things like this is he inspires others to do the same shit. So then all of a sudden you see other NBA dads running on the floor and taking, you know, kids shine. And- Matt Barnes posted a video saying he got ejected for getting two technicals. <laughs> he got ejected, so he watched, he see, watched that's, from that's the hallway. That's him just being Matt Barnes, though. You don't see, <laughs> you're not going to see LeBron get ejected. Yeah. Right? Um, but I, I do... I, I feel like I am being a little harsh, but at the same time, it did annoy me a little bit. I mean, look, you don't, you don't have to much. lose your shoe and jump onto the court. Yeah, it's just but I will say too that, look, much, man. I understand because if it was any other parent, the ref probably would have been like, all right, let's you know settle down or yeah, you're going to get like, kicked you know, out. Like little warning. But because it's LeBron James, get away with like, that. Hey, jackass, get off the court. Wow, strong word you said. No, I'm just, I'm being funny. Right? Oh, like if it was a referee. Yeah. Okay. But um, yeah, I don't know. It could, it'd go either way. I didn't hate it, but I didn't particularly think it was great either at the same time. I mean, you know how I feel about LeBron. I you love this, LeBron. This you love him with extra love. Extra, extra. right? Super extra. Last Thursday was the uh, playbook event for the LA Clippers where they had a, a group of season ticket holders. I think it was 1,000 or 2,000. I don't know who, how much it was, but how many they were. It's where they announced a new arena, right? Yeah, so they they announced plans for the new arena. They sent out some screenshots, some photos. Lawrence Frank, president, spoke. Jerry West, Jerry West, the consultant, spoke. Did they say there was a name for the arena yet, or no? Uh, it was like the Inglewood Complex, something like that. Oh, so there is a name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's well, uh, until they get a sponsor, anyway. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So they called it the. <laughs> the Great Western Forum The Inglewood Basketball and Entertainment Center Is what they called it Well they'll That's be hosting concerts awful. Aside from basketball games There will be no hockey in this arena really? Steve Ballmer has made it clear He's like no hockey And people just started clapping Maybe he thinks it's a pain in the ass I mean probably with the ice on the floor and get, Well it's not like the there. Kings are going to move with them Yeah so I don't know but he, he was dead set on having no, no hockey there He said That's that interesting uh, I thought I thought an interesting thing, you know, we talked about this after the press conference, but I think an interesting part was the, you know, when Lawrence Frank was asked about the dealings with OKC for Paul George um, and then the Kawhi Leonard, you know, free agency recruitment, he kept saying things like, you know, these guys are drama free superstars. Um, you know, we we don't leak. We don't leak. Um, we we no leakage. We don't kiss and tell. You know, we, we don't let information out there uh and a lot of that felt like um i don't know maybe indirect sort of shots fired shots at uh some other teams around it's the NBA. clearly shots fired drama free interesting he said drama free twice you were there for the first no one. I, and i remember it stuck out in my mind i was like he just said that as a slap 
in the face than the Lakers. Yeah. And I, I mean, he's not wrong. I mean, like in terms of all the Lakers have been, it's been drama. I mean, it's only just died down. It's only just like kind of settled. Like there's no more. It's like the front office has kind of made some moves that everybody's kind of positive right now. They're title contenders. Um, Damn, that was all drama for months, six months at least straight. Drama, drama, drama. So, yeah, he's right. For now, he's right. Wait till he actually experiences superstars. Like like the last set of superstars he had were clearly not drama-free. Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, DeAndre Jordan. I mean, they've moved on from those guys who were uh, definitely drama-filled. There was always drama around them. Um, they're just covering the team. You felt like there was always something there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just, just Lawrence Frank's. We don't kiss and tell, and the, we know we don't leak comments. Are they're pretty interesting, and uh, like you said, they're true. That you just can't. Yeah, it showed. Matt, I think you know Kawhi in that in that athletic piece. They said that Kawhi's camp felt like that was the we can't trust the Lakers or Magic moment for them, uh, and so they looked at the Raptors and Clippers, and by then they were. They were already looking at the Clippers when they get Paul George. So, I mean, I don't know. Has anybody had a worse set of months than Magic Johnson in the NBA? Like, kind of mistake after mistake and all self-inflicted? Like he did it all to himself, really? Yeah, I'm trying to think about this. Yeah, I... He's probably had the worst, but I mean, it's like every time he came out, like there was, it's every time he came out. And then even when he got a little bit of like clearing the air, like on, was it first take the first thing he went out and said his, his said his truths, I think is what he said. Yeah. It's like now the Kawhi Leonard thing happened. He leaks that information. Like, geez, dude. Yeah. Not a good look at all, but no. it is what it is. The Lakers should have known what they were getting what was going to happen if they got Magic involved? Um, he probably felt like he sh- he wanted to take some responsibility for bringing Kawhi to LA. So it, you know when he didn't get him, it completely backfired. It's like, oh, you're the reason he didn't come. So it's a bad look. Well, that just about does it for our Battle for LA podcast, part of the Clutch Points Network. Thank you for tuning in. I am Tomer Zarli, your Clippers reporter. You can follow me at T O M E R A Z A R L Y on Twitter and Instagram. Follow Ryan Ward, our Lakers reporter, at Ryan Ward LA on Twitter and Instagram. And shout out to our new producer slash editor, Bob Garcia. He's amazing. Looking forward to working with him for the next couple months. Um, that'll be fun. And yeah, thank, thanks for tuning in, guys. Uh, leave us a review. If you have any questions, comments, suggestions, tweet us, uh, message us on Instagram. Um, subscribe if you guys can to the podcast as well. And uh, yeah, that's it for our episode. Looking forward to seeing you guys next week. Peace. See ya.